Good morning. Happy Mother's Day to all. And welcome to Sydney United Methodist, uh, both here and online. The announcements are as follows on the back of the bulletin. Church Council is at 7 p.m. this Thursday. And then there are, uh, of course, Beaverdale Bible Study uh, Monday at 7 and Dunlow uh, Bible Study Tuesday the 16th. And there's confirmation class also in Dunlow, covered dish following the uh, church and church council after dinner and Monday through Thursday, uh, June 5th through the 8th will be vacation Bible school from 10 a.m. until noon. And of course today is Mother's Day. Okay. If you will join. You did that for other announcements. I just sat there. Uh, the application to join the Global Methodist Church, uh, thanks to uh, uh, Linda and, 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 and Lori and anybody else who participated in filling out the five pages. Uh, I think it might be seven pages. Six pages? It was long. But mine is twice as long as that one. Uh, has been sent in and we should be receiving, receiving word within a matter of, of, of days. So it's, uh, we're moving along. Okay, now if you will stand and join in singing Hymn of Grace Because He Lives, Sidman, by a few Bible, or a few uh, hymnal is number 213, or it's on the screen. <laughs>
study Psalm 66, verses 8 through 20. Praise our God, all people. Let the sound of his praise be heard. He has stirred our lives and kept our feet from slaying. For you, God, tested us. You refined us like silver. You brought us into prison and laid burdens on our backs. You let people ride over our heads. We went through fire and water, but you brought us to a place of abundance. I will come to your temple with burnt offerings and fulfill my vows to you. Vows my lips promised and my mouth spoke when I was in trouble. I will sacrifice that animals to you and offering rams. I will offer bulls and goats. Come in here, all of you who fear God. Let me tell you what he has done for me. I cried out to him with my mouth, and his praise was on my tongue. If I had cherished it in my heart, the Lord would not have listened. But God has surely listened and has heard my prayer. Praise be to God, who has not rejected my prayer or withheld his love from me. Now the children will come forward for the children's lesson. If they gave us roots, 
And they gave us the thing that's birth tap. And they're both equally difficult. It's hard to give your kid roots. You know why? Because sometimes they have to yell at you, right? It's not, moms don't want to yell at you, but they have to do it maybe to keep you safe. Maybe you're riding your bike and you're heading towards the road, or maybe you're making some bad decisions. They have to tell you, don't do that. Maybe they have to ground you. Maybe they have to, you know, you know, yell at you or you know, somehow discipline you. But they give you roots also because, just like you guys all said, we're going to get together with family tonight. Oh my gosh, family's so important. They teach you the importance of family. This morning after church, we're going to my grandma's house and have There you go. Breakfast with grandma. They tell you the importance of family. They give you those roots of family. They give you roots by bringing you here to church and teaching you this is where the life begins. Just like a plant, the life begins at the roots. And we studied plants in our class. And you did. And without the roots, they wouldn't grow. Well, without our roots, we can't grow physically and with Jesus. But then they also do the next hardest thing in life. They give you wings. <coughs> Not about bird wings. But they give you wings so you can fly off into the world yourself. Somewhere, maybe you'll stay close to home. Maybe you'll go somewhere far away. And that's hard for moms to give you those wings because they know they did a good job raising you. But it's still not easy for them to say, your world, take my kid. Right? Yeah. My gosh. They have a tough job. It's wings. And whether they're here with you or not, some people, you know, the older you get, it seems like, you know, moms fly off to God. They're still watching. They're watching those wings open. And do great things in the world. So mom's jobs kind of something that I was a lot of yesterday. I saw roots. I saw wings. They're both necessary for, for life. But the greatest roots and wings moms can give you is here in the church. Learning that God is at the beginning. God is at the end. God is there for the good times, the bad times. And help watch you soar. As long as we stay close to God, listen to moms, do everything that, as much as we can that they teach us, we should have no problem in the world. Not that we want our problems, but we'll always find the answer through God. Which one are moms? Let's say a little prayer. Dear Lord, thank you for all the mothers here, those who have had children of their own, those who have helped raise others' children. There are all kinds of moms that you give us that you died to help get us on the right path to life. Amen.
Let us pray. Almighty God, we come into your presence this morning being humbled before you and asking for your forgiveness for our waywardness this past week. We ask that we treat others the way we would want to be treated. We ask that we have been given the courage to take your word to the outside world. We thank you for the blessings that you have given the members of this congregation during this week. We thank you for the prayers that have been answered. And finally, we thank you for the fellowship that we share with each other. We pray for the law enforcement, the military, especially our First Lieutenant Carl Smith, health workers, firefighters, leaders of our country, community, and church. We pray for the safety and well-being of our youth and continue to offer them encouragement. We pray for the unsaved and the unbelievers. We pray for them that they turn their backs and come towards your, your, your word before it's too late. We ask for forgiveness for our going astray and for choosing our way over your way. We pray for the good health and well-being of the members of this congregation, their families, friends, and neighbors. We offer prayers for the uncalled situations our country is purposely being put through. Give us the strength to survive through this time of distress. Now, if there, if there were people who felt that they needed additional prayers, let them come forward up front to the, uh, to the well of the church, it's, it's called. So if, they, if they're interested in additional prayer, please come forward now. Dear Lord, if there are any names that came to the spirits of the people while we were praying, let them say those names out loud now. Lord, let us bring our prayer time with you to a close by praying together the prayer your son taught his disciples by praying, Our Father, which art in heaven, hallowed be thy name. Thy kingdom come, thy will be done, on earth as it is in heaven. Give us this day our daily bread, and forgive us our trespasses, as we forgive those who trespass against us. And lead us not into temptation, but deliver us from evil. For thine is the kingdom, the power, and the glory forever. Amen. Now let us sing the, the hymn of eternal life, what we all hope for when we all get to heaven. There'll be many surprises when we get there. Uh, number 542 in your hymnal, or the words are on the screen.
presentation of God's tithes, our gifts, and offerings. Even though it's Mother's Day, women's work is never
gracious God, we thank you for this opportunity to come the second Sunday of the month, the very merry month of May. We come here to worship here, to uh, hear your psalms and to sing your hymns and hear your word and hopefully take something away from this church service. We thank you for the ladies who are presenting the tithes, the gifts, and the offerings, saying that it is the very merry month of May and we have the women do all of this. We ask that you accept these tithes, gifts, and offerings to be used to help with the support of the church here in Sydney, Pennsylvania, and with help with spreading your word throughout the area. We pray all of this in the name of Jesus Christ, our Savior, and we all say together, Amen. Thank you. Thank you, thank you, thank you. Now we're going to do this again next week. The very merry month of May is not over. Our reading for today is not a lectionary reading. And whoever picked this should be shocked. Because uh, oh, there's a lot of tough names in, uh, in this. I got my cheat sheet right here, how to pronounce these, uh, these names. Uh, seeing that it's the very, very month of May, it's a reading from one of the three books by women, Esther, Judith, and Ruth. Uh, this is from Esther, chapter 2, verses 1 through 19. Esther is, very, is a very important person. Later, when King Xerxes' fury had subsided, he remembered Vashti and what she had done and what he had decreed about her. Then the king's personal attendants proposed, let a search be made for beautiful young virgins for the king. Let the king appoint commissioners in every province of his realm to bring all these beautiful young women into the harem at the citadel of Susa. Let them be placed under the care of Haggai, the king's eunuch, who is in charge of the women, and let beautiful treatments be given to them. Then let the young women who pleases the king be queen instead of Vashti. This advice appealed to the king, and he followed it. Now there were in the citadel of Susa a Jew of the tribe of Benjamin named Mordecai, son of Jarar, the son of Shammiah, and the son of Kish, who had been carried into exile from Jerusalem by Nebuchadnezzar, king of Babylon. Among those taken captives was Jerconiah, king of Judah. Mordecai had a cousin named Hadassah, whom he had brought up because she had neither father nor mother. This young woman, who was also known as Esther, had a 